A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long tube with a bunch of bees. Really believe that human beings are demons. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but I think no, he is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God by faith in his son. Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 317. That's the whole victory in the name which is above every name. No exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode 38. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. So the False Teacher of the Week segment of the Master's Dog podcast came from the intro video that you just watched. Hopefully you watched. Um... Or listened, uh, for those of you who are listening online, it's not just a really cool song by Result. Thank you, Result, used by permission. Uh, but there's a you can hear the false teachers in the video at different places as they speak. Um, it's just a series of different false teachers throughout the entire video. And um, many of them, at the, the last, when the lyrics kick in of the song, many of them are, are placed in certain spots in the the video according to the lyrics of the song today's episode specifically and um so one of the ladies i went to church with came to me and said you know we watch your master's dog podcast and the video which is very long and it's actually probably going to change in a couple of weeks once we finish through this whole uh this whole series of teachers in the video and start moving on to false teachers out of the video i'm probably going to change it up a little bit but uh, she's like, I don't know who all they, how all of them are, 
And I thought some of them that I do know, I thought they were solid. It would really help if you could kind of break that down. So that's how this segment of the podcast kind of came about, is just to explain all the people in the intro video why what qualifies them as a false teacher and now i am going to continue on talking about false teachers next week is cody coates uh snake handler extraordinaire and then we're going to get to jory micah and we'll continue to go so again i i'll put it out to you guys if there's any false teachers that you would like me to address on this podcast send them to me put them in the comments send it to me on twitter at the master's dog uh, Facebook, Norm Dunham, you can hit me up over on Gab, the Evangelical Norm on Gab or Gab TV, all those places where I'm at. I'm on Parlor too. I don't remember what I'm, what my name is on Parlor. I think I'm the Evangelical Norm on Parlor, Parlor or over on Not The Bee, which is behind a paywall, uh, their social network, uh, the Not The Bee social network, I am there as the master's dog as well. So if you're a subscriber to the the Babylon Bee or the Not The Bee, uh, you can find me over in those places. So I'm all over the internet. Um, so that's where this came from, is just kind of breaking those down, uh, who they are. So this week, again, is this person was the first person that I specifically placed in according to the lyrics. So episode 38, our false teacher of the week is... Uh, well, there we go. That's the one I want. Uh, too many camera angles and too many mistakes. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Uh, boom. No, we want that one. That one. There we go. We're, we're checking it out. We're figuring these things out. Um, those of you who are listening are like, what are you talking about? Those of you who are watching are like, stop it. Uh, Rachel Held Evans is our, episode, our false teacher for week number 38. So... She is, uh, well, Norm, why, why bother talking about a, a dead woman as a false teacher? The same reason why we talked about Joseph Smith. Um, I think there are other, a couple, at least one other false teacher in here, I think, that I talked about that was passed away. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe not. But for the same reason that I would talk about someone like Joseph Smith or someone else as a false teacher, as the fact that she may be even more dangerous as a false teacher being dead than alive. So the reality is, is she preached a whole lot of heresies. I could go on for days and days of the different things that she talked about. Um, but the, the place where she falls into the, the introduction video right here at the end is when result in the line where he says, um, don't make another preacher lie when they bury you, which literally happened. I didn't watch all of her funeral, but I watched snippets of it. You can find the video is on the internet. You can find snippets of it. But, I mean, they basically just lied about this woman. Um, proclaiming her to be saved and going on to heaven when the reality of, of it is she was an enemy of the cross. She truly was an enemy of the cross, and she preached a lot of things that completely went against what the Bible teaches to be true so as always i want to i always like to give a little bit of their own bio from their own website so this is from rachelteldevans.com this is the about section rachel held evans was a new york times best-selling author whose books include faith unraveled a year of biblical womanhood searching for sunday and inspired 
hailing from Dr- Dayton, Tennessee, home of the famous Scopes Monkey Trial of 1925, she wrote about faith, doubt, and life in the Bible Belt. So, um, again, some of the books that she wrote, the year of, of uh, biblical womanhood, I guess, was basically, she went through all the, like, the Old Testament laws of what women had to do, you know, going outside of the camp after they had their menstrual cycle, and different things, which, again, in reality, I don't, I don't understand the reasoning behind all of those. I'm not a medical doctor, I'm not anything, God had his reasons, and the majority of the things that, those issues like that, that where the law fell into with, like, leprosy, and had to do with health. I don't know. Do I expect my wife to go sit in the backyard uh, for seven days after she's had her, her, her period? No, never. But Rachel Held Evans apparently did this and mocked it. I did not read the entire book. I saw bits and pieces of it, you know, snippets here and there. But basically she mocks uh, what God had told the, the women of the Old Testament to do um, according to the law. And again, I mean, okay, we're not bound by the law. Now, I would consider myself, I'm not as uh, as militantly theonomist as, as some theonomists are, but I would consider myself a theonomist. Uh, I do believe that the, the biblical law, that the law of Moses, that God's law is the best foundation for laws anywhere. Um, are we bound by them? Does it mean that we're not saved if we don't follow them? No, absolutely not. But neither do I think we should be mocking them. And in, 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 this, in essence, you're mocking God for what he asked these people to do. And here she is, you know, and, and whether it was the fact that, well, I don't believe this was real or I don't, it's neither here nor there. It's in the word of God. And she basically mocked it. She's very open, uh, you know, pro-LGBT. Basically, um, one of the quotes about her that I read here, and again, one of the reasons why it's very important that we still recognize her. Her books are still out there, probably more popular today than they were when she was alive. But um, this is on the Wikipedia site. Emma Green, writing for The Atlantic, notes that Evans, quote, was part of a vanguard of progressive Christian women who fought to change the way Christianity is taught and perceived in the United States, unquote. Green goes on to argue that Evans' legacy is, quote, her unwillingness to cede ownership of Christianity to its traditional conservative male stewards, unquote, and that her, quote, very public, vulnerable exploration of a faith forged in doubt empowered a ragtag band, ragtag band of writers pastors and teachers to claim their rightful place as Christians, unquote. Well, what she really did is she, she emboldened a lot of people who were not Christians to claim that they are, you know, and I would, I, I don't know if I give her credit for people like Brendan Robinson, but there are a lot of people who we've already gone through on this list of false teachers who were very big Rachel Held Evans fans. And then there are those that we're going to get to in two weeks. Jory Micah, my favorite. I don't know why as of late, but she is. Um, I It almost felt like she saw 
the vacancy that Rachel Held Evans left and jumped right into it with both feet and was like, you know, Rachel Held Evans did this and caused this controversy and so on. And Jory Micah's like, hold my beer, right? Or my, you know, kombucha, whatever it is, garbage. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I wanted to say those people drink, but I know that there are some solid um, strong brothers and sisters out there who drink that kombucha that I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> not, not buying it, but so it, but the reality is she is very, still very dangerous based on this legacy that she has left behind. So she did, I mean, she mocked the law. She uh, openly embraced LGBTQ um, female pastors, all these other things. Basically, she she took the Bible as, you know, as gospel, no pun intended, when she agreed with it and threw out the parts that she didn't like. You know, and, and again, what she did was empowered all these other people that emboldened them to go, well, I don't believe in all the Bible either, but I want to claim to be Christian. And so as she passed and, and has, has gone on into eternity, there hasn't come a day of judgment yet, but she is one of those people that I am firmly convinced that when that day comes and all the people that she led astray, all the people that she deceived with her, her false teachings and so on will stand before Christ and every single one of them based on the things that she learned, they learned from her will stand and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things in your name that Rachel Held Evans over there taught us to do? And he will say to each one of them, and, and that every single time he says it, it will ring in her ears, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. And then she'll hear it herself. Do I hope that she repented at some point in time while she was in this medical coma from... The, you know, apparently an allergic reaction to some kind of medication for an infection that she had. Um, personally, and this is another trolling tweet that I put out the day she died. Um, I, I tweeted where Paul talks about um, partaking communion and doing so in an unworthy manner. And they're thus being responsible for the whole body and blood of Christ and and that those were there were those who were sick and some of them even died because they were continuing to take communion when they were not worthy of taking communion. That's what I think. I, and I, I tweeted that and it was a, it was absolutely a troll. I think her health issues came from the fact that she denied the gospel. She denied the word of God. She denied the Bible to be what God has proclaimed it to be, that Jesus is who he said he is, that God is who he said he is, that the sin is what it is. And she made for herself, the fashion for herself, this idol, but yet continued to take communion as a sacrament to, to the Christ that she rejected. And I think that, and I would say that it is very possible that her health problems Vicki Beeching's health problems, Brendan Robinson's obvious health problems come from the fact that they continue to take communion when God has warned them not to do it once you've gone to the place where you're in denial of who he is and what his gospel is. So there it is. There, I, I put it out there. 
I'll take all the smoke again because I firmly believe that she is a false teacher. She was taking communion while she was unworthy to take communion and God passed judgment. And so hopefully while she was in that coma, she had an opportunity to repent. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. Um, and, and one of the things that I was thinking about, and I'm going to, I'm going to end this video with, with this kind of, uh, um, I don't know what you, what you would call it. Just a little statement that I coined, you know, we always tell people to read the, the old dead guys because they're, they can't, you know, they can't deviate from the things that they've already taught. They can't, they can't apostatize, apostatize, or however you say that word. Um, the problem with reading dead heretics is they can't get any better. They can't come back and repent for the things that they have written. And so the fact that we have some really good uh, quality stuff from some old theologians, old dead guys that are out there and, and praise God, they, they all you know, solid in their faith, hopefully, when they went, um, at least the ending, last of their writing careers, they were solid. The same thing applies to the heretics that write books and put them out there. Once they're gone, they can't recant any of those things. So that's why Rachel Held, Rachel Held Evans is our false teacher of the week for week number 38. She is absolutely just as dangerous now as she was when she was alive. So my friends, what we need to do as as always is as always preach the gospel at all times, use words. They're necessary. And until next time, soli deo gloria.